from the studio of Adventist World Radio Pune A very warm welcome to you This is our international English service In our program today we bring you an inspiring message and songs of praise You will hear God's word to strengthen you spiritually You are listening to Adventist World Radio The Voice of Hope programs you are welcome to write to us on this postal address adventist media center post box 1446 market yard pune 411037 maharashtra india you can also log into our website to hear all our programs which is www. awr.org Before we hear God's word here's a melodious song <laughs> 
from the studios of Adventist Media Center, Pune. We have Helen Jacob presenting God's Word. We have a guest speaker, Pastor Anupam Narangi, who will break the bread of life. Good day, listeners. Today's title is Who? Me? You know, God tells us something. He chooses us to do something. And that's the time this question arises in our minds. Who? Me? Now, I have based my talk on the life and the work of Jeremiah. And the text is found in Jeremiah 1.5. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Now, what do you think? Jeremiah was given a very unpopular job to do as God's prophet. And it, he had to do this during tough times. You know, has being a Christian ever made you unpopular? Has people made fun of you and your religious belief or practices? You know, have you ever said, I have had to miss out on activities because they conflicted with my Sabbath keeping or with my church activities? Have you ever said, I have had to say no when friends were doing things I believed were wrong? Or I speak out when people are hurting or bullying others, even though I might get attacked myself? Now, what I have just read is a few of the attributes which you and I should have when we are followers of Christ. Now, did you know that Jeremiah was called by God to be a prophet to the people of Judah about the year 628 BC? About a hundred years earlier, the northern kingdom of Israel, made out of about 10 to 12 tribes, they had been overthrown by the king of Assyria. The Israelites of the northern kingdom were sent into exile, never again to return to their homeland. For centuries, God's prophets had been warning the people of Israel and Judah that if they didn't remain faithful to God, destruction would come. For the kingdom of Israel that day had finally come. Now, a hundred years later, Jeremiah was sent to warn the people of Judah that the same fate was about to happen to them. I want you to listen to the story. It's told about the death camps of World War II. At the train terminal in one of the camps, the officers began separating the able-bodied men from the women and the children. One father, a member of a royal family, gazed on this scene and heard the fearless voices of families being torn apart. He realized he might never see his son again. So he knelt down beside the boy, held him by the shoulders, and he said, Michael, no matter what happens, I want you always to remember one thing. You are special. You are the son of a king. Soon, father and the son were separated by the soldiers and marched off to different sections of the camp. They never saw each other again. Michael he learned much later that his father had perished in a gas chamber. He had to go out alone and try to make his way in the world. 
but his father's last words would always stay with him. They became a guiding beacon in his life. You are the son of a king. Michael determined that whatever came, he would behave like the son of a king. Has the reality of this enormous truth hit you yet? Does it guide your actions? Does it mold your behavior? You are a child of the king of the universe. Royal blood runs through your veins. You are part of the royal family of heaven. When we accept Jesus as our personal savior, we are born again. We are born again into the family of God. Through Christ, we are adopted into the heaven's royal line. The Apostle Paul states this truth eloquently. He writes in Ephesians 2.19, Now therefore, you are no longer strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and the members of the household of God. What a privilege. We are members of God's household. What a calling. We have an identity. A portion of God's family is in heaven. But there is also a portion right here on earth. Scriptures refers to those who have accepted Jesus as a definite part of God's family. The third chapter of Ephesians makes that point. For the reason I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, from whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. This you read in Ephesians 3, 14 and 15. You know, let your spirit soar. You are a part of God's family. Let your soul grasp this glorious spiritual truth today. Your heavenly father is the creator of the universe. You are the son or daughter of the king. Why not behave like the prince or princess you are? You know, we find this written by Mark Finley on his book, The Solid Ground, 2003, page 69. You know, now few people are actually born into the royal families. But the fact is that the story we read about the father and the son, the fact is that the story of the father's last words to his son, you are the son of the king. It's really the story of each one of us. While we may think we are nobody special, each of us is a child of the king of Jeremiah, and that is the Lord. He knows about us even before we are born, and he has a plan for us. While we are free to make our choices, our lives will be so much more rewarding. The universe and our Heavenly Father has designed a special role for each one of us. He has this role so that we can play this role in His work. As He told, and interestingly, He says, if we choose to follow His plan for us, we will certainly enjoy it. So that question, who me? With Jeremiah asks God. At times you and I also ask that. We'll go through the story of Jeremiah very briefly. It says that the words of Jeremiah, son of Hilkiah, one of the priests at Anathoth in the territory of Benjamin. The word of the Lord came to me saying, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. 
I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. And that's the time. Alas, sovereign Lord, I said, I do not know how to speak. I am too young. But the Lord said to me, Do not say I am too young. You must go to everyone I send you to and say whatever I command you. Do not be afraid of them, for I am with you. And I will rescue you, declares the Lord. Then the Lord reached down, Jeremiah writes, and touched my mouth and said to me, I have put my words in your mouth. See today, I appoint you over nations and kingdoms to uproot and tear down, to destroy and overthrow, to build and to plant. The word of the Lord came to me. What do you see, Jeremiah? I see the branch of an almond tree, I replied. The Lord said to me, You have seen correctly, for I am watching to see that my word is fulfilled. The word of the Lord came to me again. What do you see? I see a pot that is boiling, I answered. It is tilting towards us from the north. And the Lord said to me, From the north, disaster will be poured out on all who live in the land. I am about to summon all the peoples of the northern kingdoms, declares the Lord. Their kings will come and set up their thrones in the entrance of the gates of Jerusalem. They will come against all her surrounding walls and against all the towns of Judah. I will pronounce my judgment on my people because of their wickedness in forsaking me, in burning incense to other gods and in worshipping what their hands have made. Get yourself ready. Stand up and say to them whatever I command you. Do not be terrified by them or I will terrify you before them because today I have made you a fortified city, an iron pillar and a bronze wall to stand against the whole land, against the kingdom of Judah, its officials, its priests and the people of the land. They will fight against you but will not overcome you for I am with you. And I will rescue you, declares the Lord. You know, Jeremiah was called by God to do a special task. He knew that it wouldn't be easy and might even involve danger and persecution. At first, Jeremiah didn't feel equal to the task. He thought he was too young. He thought he was too inexperienced. But with God's help and support, he became a powerful messenger for the Lord. He accepted the challenge that was given to him. God has a challenge for each of us too. He knew you before you were born, just as he knew Jeremiah. His plan for you doesn't cancel out your own free will, but he longs for you to put your will in alignment with his so that he can use you to do great things. Just like Jeremiah's task, yours may involve challenge, it may involve difficulties. The things God asks us to do aren't always easy. They are always rewarding and always best for us in the long run. 
and they can provide far more satisfaction and opportunity for growth than the safe, ordinary life lived without God. So, instead of saying, why me? You take up his challenge and trust his plan in your life. Let's bow our heads for prayer. Thank you, dear Lord, for trusting me to entrust this job of going around telling people about your love. Dear God, at times questions may come through our mind. Why me? Because we are afraid of what might come our way. But we also believe, dear God, of your promise where you have said, I will always be with you. So give us the courage so that we can accept that challenge and go forth doing your work. Thank you for listening to my prayer. In Jesus' name, Amen. Come along with me to a land called paradise. Come along with me to a land called It makes me glad and happy all the way.
shouting hallelujah every day, looking at the springs of living water, and now am I, my soul is satisfied, looking at the springs of living water, oh wonderful and bountiful supply, oh wonderful and bountiful supply, oh wonderful and bountiful supply, oh wonderful
have almost come to the end of our broadcast. To know more on God's word, you are always welcome to write to us. Adventist Media Center, Post Box 1446, Market Yard, Pune 411037, Maharashtra, India. And you can email us at helenrichesv at gmail.com helenrichesv at gmail.com H-E-L-E-N-R-I-C-H-E-S-V at gmail.com You can contact us with your prayer requests and your interest for Bible study at these numbers. Center of Digital Evangelism, CDE, 000-800-040-040-1704. Or you can message us directly at plus one seven four seven two eight two two eight eight zero. Our WhatsApp number is plus nine one nine zero 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 eight nine zero nine three. And you can email us at Helen Riches V at Gmail dot com. H E L E N R I C H E S V at gmail.com We invite you to visit us on our website www.awr.org This is David and I am Madhuri signing off at AWR Do join us again along with your family and friends Till then we wish you Goodbye, goodbye and, and God, God bless, bless.